to Game Source Podcast. Welcome Woo-hoo! back, gamers. Yeah. <laughs> this is your host, Nick, with our, uh, well, with our regulars, <laughs> uh, Gerald and Chris. Uh, and we actually have a new cast member, Sam. Hello. Another day in paradise, everyone. <laughs> yes, it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a Game Source Podcast if we didn't have that. <laughs> Well, how's everybody doing tonight? Pretty well. How about yourself, Nick? Well, I'd be doing better if the podcast didn't start 54 minutes late. Mm. Well, whose fault is that? That would be mine, of course. Yes, I let you insult yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a new change, considering that you guys usually do that for me. (laughs) Well, I thought you would want to try it out for once. Pretty entertaining. I'm just staying mom right now, so. <laughs> well, um, it has been a while since we, uh, you know, did our last podcast, but welcome back, everybody. Um, welcome back! <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go on to Welcome Back Carter song. I, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no. Well, don't forget that your number one source for gaming news and entertainment is www.yourgamesource.com, which will be up and running this weekend. Yay! Woo! Gerald, would you like the uh, would you like the opportunity to uh, tell our listeners of uh, the great news about uh, you know what? Well, you know, obviously, yourgamesource.com. We're coming back up this weekend. If you're listening uh, here in late May uh, 2011, we'll be back up and running. It's been a few months. Uh, we're also going to be well. We're on Facebook. We're going on Twitter, but. You know, our podcast, which you can also get online on yourgamesource.com. But uh, the big news is that we are now on iTunes. How about that? The big I. I don't know what bribes we did, but I'll tell you what. They allowed us in there. We're going to keep We're unclean. We're going to keep it clean. But we're going to provide you the best commentary and podcasts for video gaming on the net anywhere. I know Steve Jobs now owns our soul, but hey, you know what? It's all worth it to be on iTunes. Don't forget, <laughs> don't forget you get to hear the most insulted host probably on any gaming show out there. And if you're not, we're going to make darn sure <laughs> that happens. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> obviously, E3 is right around the corner. Uh, actually, a couple oh. weeks. And... Uh, don't forget that your game source will be live from E3. Um, well, I mean, when we de- when we say live, we hope to get it up um, well as quickly as possible while at the show. <laughs> well, we're going to be doing podcasts from there. We're going to be bringing you interviews. We're going to be br- putting up videos on the site, all the latest news, all the latest happenings. You're going to get all the info right on yourgamesource.com. That's what I think he probably wanted to say. So. Exactly. Now you guys are making me sad because I'm not going to be there. You'll be there in spirit. Ah, but you'll be from the command center. This is true. I will be running the command center. And you you had a comparison, did you not? I what? You you compared it. Oh, I did. I'm I'm the official oracle to your birds of prey. There you go. Fair (laughs) enough. But you'll be with us going forward at all the other ventures, CES, when we go back to E3, if we get uh, to GDC next year, and so on. So You know it. Well, 
we'd like to move on to our first topic of discussion tonight. Obviously, probably as it has come as to no surprise to any of you uh, listeners out there, uh, the big story going on with the PlayStation Network. Um, I know uh, it was on IGN's, uh, you know, highlights, but, uh, well, uh, you know. Why are you worried about IGN? Nobody cares about IGN. The reason <laughs> why they're here listening to us, the reason why they're coming to YourGameSource.com is because they're fed up like all of us are with IGN, all of our competitors, all of their competitors who don't give the real news, who don't give the real scoop, who just want the best of video gaming. Preach on. I'm and trying. We, and we offer that. We offer just what you need to know, not over-the-top stuff that you really don't need to know and can't navigate through. I'm sounding a little over top right now. Go ahead. But that's okay because it's our site. <laughs> and that's what makes us different. <laughs> exactly. Individuality. Um, well, you know, uh, obviously there's been a, uh, you know, as of, as of now, PlayStation Network is back up and running. Uh, and PlayStation has uh, given us a uh, nice little goodie care package. But before that, um, obviously, to everybody's knowledge, there was a breach. They got hacked, brought the server down. You know, uh, the obvious suspicion was that the hacker group Anonymous did it. Of course, there's no confirmed, um, no confirmed evidence of that. Um, do you guys want to add any in- input to that? Xbox Live is better, maybe. <laughs> well, that's a given. <laughs> yeah. I just feel bad for Sony because everybody's like pressing them for it and whatever's going to happen for them at E3. I think if I was their PR, I would go up and say, look, guys, we were hacked. We're trying to fix it. The end. Like, (laughs) Well, I know at this point PSN is is up in most parts of the world. I know they're trying to do what they can, as you said, Sam, to to try and do with their welcome back package. Um, What does that welcome back package entail? I know it's a good one. Well, I know uh, that they're giving um, PlayStation 3 users and PSP uh, some downloadable games. I know uh, two, two titles. Can't think of the five titles they have offhand. Do you know, uh, do you know the five offhand, Gerald? Yeah. Infamous, uh, Little Big Planet, Super Stardust HD, Wipeout HD. So it's a good, it's a good mix of titles right there. Um, I know PSP, they're doing the same thing. Uh, PSP doesn't have Infamous, does it? No, but there, there's I know only, doing, there's less on the PSP. I think they're doing Little Big Planet, aren't they? They are doing Little Big Planet. Um, they're doing a, a few others. And while I'm gonna look that up while you guys are uh, on that, I thought you'd have that up, Nick. But uh, I'll take a look at that right now. Well, plus, I, I mean, I, ha- I had remembered that, but then they have the uh, they're giving some rentals. I think some one-time rentals on the weekend too. Uh, that's correct. And and remember, every uh, even if you just had the basic service for one month, you have you are a PlayStation Plus member. Yeah, that's right. You get all the access and services. Um, it's a major black eye to them. And uh, as we'll discuss later on um, in our roundtable, uh, roundtable of doom, one of our new segments, uh, I think we'll go over more carefully in detail what this means for the future for Sony. Well, I mean. You know their their credit and their credibility obviously is going to take a lot of hit. I, I'm actually more curious about what they intend to do. Um, I know after listening to the uh, um, to the uh, CEO of uh, of Sony, you know, give his give his spiel. Uh, 
I know they were saying that, you know, there were a number of people who had their information compromised, credit card information. You know, my my curiosity is, you know, yes, they said they would offer services to protect your, you know, your credit and everything else. But, you know, again, who who's who holds the liability there, you know? What more can they do at this point, really? Well, yeah, I mean, I guess they've network brought down, lost millions of dollars. I, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, they're doing right now is they're like, we're sorry, here's free stuff. <laughs> People are like, oh, okay. Forgive us. We'll totally come back from Xbox now. Um, but and, anyway, um, Modern Warfare 3 officially announced. It's Infinity Ward, right? It's actually a combination of all three, Infinity Ward uh, and two other companies like Sledgehammer um, are actually working on it. So you've got uh, a combination of all three because Infinity Ward, they're still trying to get back up to as far as full level of staffing after all those defects uh, last year. And didn't they have some drama with Modern Warfare 2? Yeah. So I think the other people are just like there to babysit Infinity Ward to make sure they don't do anything stupid. Well, exactly, because the Infinity Ward creators and co-founders uh, both left or actually were terminated by Activision <laughs> um, with the accusations that they were negotiating a contract with EA. So now they're both countersuing each other uh, regarding the Modern Warfare name, regarding having Modern Warfare period in the video game. So it's a lot of back and forth, which we've discussed in previous podcasts, but uh, it's still something that hangs over the head uh, even to this game. Will it affect the sales? Uh, you know what? Last year I said uh, that Call of Duty Black Ops wasn't going to sell as much as Modern Warfare 2, and I got that was the one time I got proven wrong. You know what? I'm not going to touch the Call of Duty again. I'm going to leave that alone. So. <laughs> you just like playing those sound bites, don't you? What did that even say? He's, was- got a new, he's got a new toy, and he likes to use it. <laughs> Anyway, um, L.A., I can never pronounce that. What is it, Noir? Oh, you weren't here for our conversation on how to pronounce it. It's L.A. Noir. L.A. Noir. Noir, sorry. And Noir means black in French. Ah, oui, oui. Take that to the bank. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, did you want to give any kind of extensive review on that, Gerald? I know you were playing it for a while. Well, the only thing, as far as the news, it's it just got released as of this week of this taping. And I know, uh, as far as it's concerned, what we wanted to focus on as far as in the news section on this was, you know, is this going to be successful for Rockstar? Rockstar has laid a lot of money uh, and a lot of advertising in the past couple months for this game, building up to it. Is the game going to be able to reach the heights of its predecessors, the GTAs, Red Dead Redemption? I know a lot of these same questions were last year with Red Dead Redemption, uh, but that proved to be you know, an outstanding hit and an outstanding game. I'm going to give you my review on it in a few minutes here, but uh, I want your guys' thoughts exactly. Is it going to be something that you're going to think that uh, Rockstar has a hit on its hands? Well... Uh, I'm not stepping in that one. (laughs) I think it is going to be awesome, but the main fan base for the Grand Theft Auto series, it's, I think it's not, 
I think it's going to be successful, but for different people. Like, I think Red Dead, a lot of people compared it, it's, oh, it's Grand Theft Auto in the Wild West, but you can't say the same thing for L.A. Noire. I think it's going to attract a lot of people, but not the same way that Grand Theft Auto did. I, I agree. You're just, you're not going to have the same fan base. I mean, and not to say that, you know, not to knock it, you know, it, it, it's a good game, strong title. Yeah, you're right. I just don't know if they're going to have the same level of fan base as they do with GT. Uh, you know, it's just, it, it's, it's made a name, and, you know, no matter how many Grand Thefts they come out with, you know, as we remember back from our horrific experience when, uh, um, in, the, uh, in Game Crazy, uh, <laughs> which I will never forget, right, Gerald? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he forgot already. <laughs> Because he wishes to forget. All right. Well, um, the first Templar, Thor, Lego Pirates. Well, thoughts? Wow. That's kind of <laughs> Yeah. Lego games are awesome, so I'll probably get it eventually. Very based off of the movie, so. How can you not get Lego Pirates of the Cari- Caribbean? Well, I had a chance to take a take a look at all four games. So I've had a chance to play all four. Um, obviously, of the four, L.A. Noir really stands out with its facial technology. Um, that looks amazing. There, it is amazing. The forearms, you still got to work on the arms there because at times <laughs> that, that gets to be a distraction, as I noted in my review. But uh, the facial technology is unlike anything ever seen before in video game. Um, it is just truly uh, uh, enhances the experience be when you're trying to make sure if someone's lying, if someone's telling the truth, if someone's just hedging. Um, it just creates a whole new dynamic in video gaming. Um, and outside of some repetitive gameplay, it truly is a great game. I highly recommend it. Um, it may be a little bit slow for some of the individuals who just like to go on multiplayer and, and shoot away. And, and they're used to a more frantic pace because that's what it's not going to give you. But otherwise, it's an outstanding game. As far as the sales for it, I did want to add that uh, for L.A. Noir, I think that because it has no multiplayer, it's not going to have the, the legs of Red Dead Redemption. But I still see it being a hit, and I still see it, be, see it being, well, right now, it's one of the best games out this year. That, Portal 2, Mortal Kombat... Um, you know, those are our early favorites as far as for game of the year. So I definitely, uh, definitely like it. Um, as far as Pirates of the Caribbean from Lego, new place, but still the same action gaming. Uh, still no online online co-op for all those people out there that like online co-op. Um, but otherwise, it's another solid Lego effort. Um, and also as well, we have Brink that came out. That, to me, was probably the biggest disappointment so far this year. Um, uh, using the Bethesda name, um, it's something that, that should have come out with a lot more fanfare and also should have come out with a lot more polish and maybe a little bit more variety as well. Unfortunately, it's just a multiplier game. And after you're finished with the eight maps and doing some of the objectives into it and some of the customization, which is the only plus of the game is the customization, I think people are going to get tired of it really quickly. And I'm sorry to see that that Bethesda actually added their name to it as far as being the developer for it. Um, or the publisher, excuse me. And last but not least, the first Templar. Nick, I think this is a game you, you would like because 
for me, the first Templar seemed to me like a headache on my temple. Uh, <laughs> it was just, just uh, you, when you have those low-budget games come out um, with little fanfare, it just really, sometimes you know, you're able to find a sleeper hit or two, but in this case, um, generic hack and slash with a co-op partner, uh, either an online or a bot, and it just really just didn't quite match up. Um, I, I'm I watched have some videos my, for it, and I'm like, even the gameplay videos look boring. Yes, it, it is truly boring. Uh, my review is going to reflect that, that I'm going to have up on the site. But I gave L.A. Noir a 9. Uh, I gave the first Templar a 5. Um, I gave Brink a 6. And I gave uh, uh, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean a 7. So that'll be up on our site uh, uh, when it comes back up rather shortly. Uh, if you, if anyone out there has any comments or questions or would like to get their own reviews of it, we will put, post it. Just send us an email to yourgamesource at yahoo.com. Back to you, Nick. All right. Well, we are going to take a short recess, everybody, um, while we uh, jump over to our uh, – before we jump over to our next topic. So we will be back with you in just a couple seconds. Welcome back to Game Source Podcast and probably the most exciting uh, segment of tonight, which we just started, which is the Round Table of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works. For us. Uh, it's the little things in life that makes him make him happy. If you're gonna keep abusing the soundboard, we're going to take it away from you. <laughs> No, I like my soundboard. <laughs> That's fine. We'll just keep on making more fun of them. Uh, hold on. I got one more for you. Fatality. There we go. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that will be you if you keep using it. <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I got, I got that one. <laughs> All right. Well, topic one for tonight for our round table of doom is... How exactly has the uh, PlayStation Network outage affected PS3 um, now in their current situation? How do you think it overall will affect them in the future compared to uh, other major industries? Uh, industries, I'm sorry, um, companies like you know Microsoft, Nintendo. Huh. I say we go ladies first on this one. <laughs> so Nick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I will go ahead and start. Um, I honestly don't think in the future it's going to be that big of a deal. Um, I mean, it seems like a really big deal right now, but people, once it's back up, a lot of people aren't going to care. A lot of people don't know exactly what happened. They don't care what happened. They're going to say, oh, now I can play a lot of my friends again, and they're going to go on their merry way. There's going to be those people who freak out about everything and are going to flame message boards for the rest of their lives about it. And in 15 years, they're going to be, oh, remember when the PlayStation Network got hacked? But honestly, a year from now, it's not going to be that big of a deal. No one's going to remember. No, and I, I, honestly, from a financial standpoint, I, I mean, they'll recover. I mean, I think their fan base for Sony is uh, more than significant enough to compensate for the probably the good portion of individuals they lost who were uh i don't want to say uh, i mean i guess loyal loyal would be a good way of putting it um 
again, I think their fan base is so great, and and overall, they have a fantastic console. I, I mean, but again, I I don't think they won't like you said. I I mean, they'll recover from it. You know, it's it'll it'll be a stepping stone for Sony. But I mean, personally, I mean, I, I had a little bit of a problem when I got an email saying, "Hey, thank you, Rave." think your credit card information may have been compromised oh okay great but how many people don't even use their credit card they just buy the playstation network cards true i mean you know that that's true as well but i mean i i feel bad more for the uh you know for that for the small percentage of individuals who had mm -hmm. um and then you know potentially I, I think they may be a little bit bitter <laughs> a little bit bitter towards them well, uh, for me, I do think short term and at least this holiday season, it is going to have some impact sales wise. Uh, I think people will be concerned uh, regarding um, purchasing a PS3. Um, so I do think at E3, they're going to have to announce either uh, some some nice price cuts um, or something more uh, than what they're doing now. Um, in order to gain back consumer confidence. They're number three to start off with going into this before PSN went down. And they're going to have to do even more now, and they're going to have to promote a lot more stuff even harder uh, to even compete, I think, at the level they need to this holiday season. You think they'll cut the price? The I, think they, I think they're going to cut it anyways, but I think it might be a steeper cut. Simply to try, you know, we, you're, when you're trying to regain consumer confidence in a product, uh, it takes it takes a lot. It's one is time. You are exactly right, and you hit it right in the head. It, it takes time to regain that consumer confidence. But I think one way you can shorten that time span, obviously with the great you know Blu-ray player and the great system that it is, is cut the price. I know uh, Sony. Excuse me. I know Microsoft and Nintendo are going to cut the price of their systems. And I know PS3 was probably going to give a nice small price cut as well, but I think they have to do something even more or do a bundle that's going to blow everybody out of the water in order to get that consumer confidence back so that they can actually still have a chance to win this holiday season. Because if they're going to win any holiday season in the short term, it's going to have to be this year. Well, and I agree. You know, Sony's really notorious for uh, doing, uh, uh, you know, incredibly – uh, great bundles as it is, I think maybe they might sweeten the pot, maybe throw in some extra, you know, some extra stuff. I mean, in in uh, in addition to like a price reduction to most free things. move, free move. <laughs> Who wants to move? Uh, I, I wouldn't mind another Paper controller too. Man, for as many for as long as we stood in front of that display and hearing that, I got to move it, move it. Oh God! <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm all moved out. They moved me away from it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, what about the uh, the Wii 2 or a AKA the uh, Project Mocha? I mean Cafe. Sorry. <laughs> is it? Uh, is it? You think it's Nintendo's going to be their uh, their next big success, or probably uh, a really nasty mistake? If they had a Blu-ray player, well, we all know that ain't going to happen. <laughs> well, the technical specs. Well, the technical specs of it are going to exceed the PS3 barely, from what I what I've read uh, and what's been investigated. Uh, and you know, obviously, that's going to be a step as far as graphics-wise. But the price, uh, rumored at 399, uh, to me, that's not going to bode well for a fan base that can still get a, a Wii at 
well, I'm probably going to say 149 or less, maybe even $99 by the time it comes out. An Xbox 360 uh, probably going around 149 and uh, maybe even 199 bundled with Connect and PS3 is at 199. I, 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 you heard it here first, so I'm telling you. <laughs> I again, I I reminisce about the old days, Gerald, when we had people calling every single day, fifteen times a day, asking if we had Wii's. <laughs> well, people aren't willing to spend five, seven hundred dollars anymore, like they were <laughs> in the past. Um, I think, you know, well, you know, it all depends on the games. If the games and the launch uh, uh, window is is good for Nintendo at that point in time, that may change a lot of people's minds. I know the 3DS lineup at launch was pretty pathetic, and that's why their and their that's why their sales are are not where they thought they would be at for the 3DS. So I think hopefully they will learn from that lesson, and if they decide to bring out the Wii 2 uh, and exceeds all uh, everybody's you know estimations on the unit, they need to make sure they bring out a launch lineup that uh, supports it right off the get go. Otherwise, it's going to fail right off the bat. Well, just like Microsoft didn't come in real strong last year with their uh you know, with their games for Connect, I mean, it ended up being a, a, a pretty successful, um, pretty successful launch overall. I mean, minus the millions that they spent on advertisement, but that's why it, it can, that's why it worked. Is you know, you spend half a billion dollars on advertising, and and you're going to get that kind of response. Now, if Nintendo does the same thing, well, then but, I might get that kind of response as well. But Chris, you know, did you have anything? Um. <laughs> Not really. You guys are covering everything that I was about to say. Well, I was just going to say, you know, Nintendo, you know, unless Nintendo really brings something to, uh, I mean, to really just go wow over. I mean, you know, the whole concept, Sony's already pretty much taken from Nintendo, you know, with the PlayStation Move and the navigation remotes. I mean, I don't know how much more Nintendo, at least, you know, current technology-wise, what they're able to really provide that's going to, you know that's that's really gonna you know give a give a good jump in their sales. I mean that's just my opinion. Well, the rumors, it's, like I said, it, it's supposed to be more. They've claimed to be more powerful than PS3, and the rumors abound that it's going to be the controller itself instead of a motion controller per se, 100%. It's rumors that it's going to have an actual LCD screen that's going to be portable as far as within your local area of your house be able to play in one room or another that's what i've heard uh and that's what's you know being talked about so yeah you're like you said nintendo's gonna have to do something you know totally revolutionary but then again that's what they did pretty much when the wii was introduced okay i you're right i I ain't got nothing to say about that uh um i guess you know gears of war beta yeah you know oh yeah is that a hardcore fan base? Is it uh, going more towards casual? What What's everybody's opinion on that? Uh, well, tell us about your times that you spent on it, Chris, because I know you played uh, a number of games on the uh, Plan the Beta. Well, the Beta was definitely something new uh, to Gears of War. A lot new, a lot more new uh, features, more guns, more characters. Uh, of course, the beta is just an all-online uh, demo to it, so you're not getting the full experience of the story mode as well, but that's still a, a tease for us all. And uh, for the most part, the actual beta was very well designed. Uh, 
of course, I know it's not a final draft, so they are going to enhance a couple things, which I am happy about. Uh, but for the most part, everything that it looks forward to being is going to be very, uh, very smooth running and very good. My uh, uh, time with the beta, uh, you know, I I still uh, reminisce at how much I cared for the original Gears of War. Um, I think the maps were were a big improvement on on Gears of War Two. Um, the weapons, some of the weapons are still. I think there's some balancing issues. I I, I still think that they need to work on um, the. The matchmaking was the thing that they need to work on the most because Gears of War 2 became an unplayable game simply because of the matchmaking, in my opinion. And I'm glad that they see that they uh, fixed some things up with that. Um, matches came in and out in a much more timely fashion. And I think you're able to to keep the player entranced in your game uh, a lot better when you're, when you're doing that. Um, some of the variants... Um, there, I know they're still probably haven't shown their hand on all the variant game variants that they're out that they're going to release with it, but uh, I do think it's going to look at it's it's looking pretty good. The graphics look, look sharp and crisp and clear, and uh, I really uh, I really look forward to when it comes out later this year. I really think it's going to be a nice hit for Microsoft. Will it be a Halo size hit? That's uh, up in the air for me. So, <laughs> what do you think, Sam? Um, overall. I liked it a lot. Um, just new modes, new weapons. The sawed-off shotgun. I can, I can confidently say I hate the sawed-off shotgun. Because you can't. I agree. Because like, I didn't like using it, and like I didn't like getting killed by it. Because I felt it was just like a cheap shot. Like I turned a corner. It's like, oh, all right. It it like I say it to me. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, it is very difficult to use, but if you do learn how to use it, it creates. It it sets the balance uh, towards you, and that's, you know, it doesn't seem to be a fair playing field if that's the case. At least it's not Bullet Storm. Which I just beat again today for the second. <laughs> Why would you even play that game the first time? <laughs> <laughs> to play the beta for Gears of War 3. Oh, man. Uh, Same thing. Well, it's the Crackdown. Uh, who wanted to play Crackdown? Not too many people want to play Crackdown. It's <laughs> on millions. Why is there a sequel? Because of the Halo beta that was packed with it. Yeah, that's true. Well, we uh, that that wraps up our uh, <laughs> our roundtable of doom. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the beauty of the soundboard. All right, guys, we'll be back. We'll be back with you in probably just a couple seconds. <laughs> All right, welcome back to our final segment of the evening. Probably the most important segment next to our our last roundtable of doom. Um, oh, hold on, sorry. <laughs> I, had to, I had to add that in there every time I say it. Um, E3, E3 2011 preview, uh, coming straight from yourgamesource.com. Remember, www.yourgamesource. Um, we will have the... Uh, well, I guess better lack of term. We'll have as live as we can get with the uh, most current uh, information going from the show. We hope to attend all the press conferences while we're there. Um, we also will have uh, interviews, video, and podcasts. Um, they will also be on iTunes um, until we 
are able to upload at a, a little bit more expedited of a pace. Um, we will also be putting our audio and video both on YouTube and on our website, so you're able to check that out. We'll also hopefully be implementing a comment section under the videos. Um, if there's anything while we're at the show that you would like us to see, um, because more than likely they're going to be covering it on G4 TV, um, just send us a message and we will uh, get to your request. Or they can send it directly to us uh, via email at yourgamesource at yahoo.com, and we will actually put it on our site right away as well. Yes, sir. Um, so, I mean, we're going to give you a little bit of a kind of an E3 preview. Um, we hope to have another podcast uh, that will be a little more conclusive by the time the show comes around, uh, a pre-pre-show, if you will. Um, who will be at E3? Uh, me, and yeah, me, not me, <laughs> me, Cliffy B. We're, we're gonna put Sam on live video. We'll just yeah. put, we'll webcast her there. <laughs> Superimposer on back of a green screen is that what? You're <laughs> there you go. Just bring a picture of me around. <laughs> Sam live. <laughs> I'll just re- I'll, on your soundboard. I'll record things of just record me saying things. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so, what what games? You know what? That's three. Huh? <laughs> All I have to say. I'm done. I can I can leave now. No, no, no. Massive is obviously going to be one of the big games shown there. I think it would be ready, uh, and w- uh, during the time frame in November that it was going to be originally released. Um, I was talking before the podcast that I think they just moved it away into the first three months of uh, 2012 because I think they got a little they wind that uh, there's a certain little Modern Warfare game that's going to come right around November with all the titles around there. They didn't want to compete uh, with that title, and they wanted to make sure it had its own space like it did previously with Mass Effect 2. Um, they want to oversaturate it. Yeah. Yeah, something of that nature. So, what uh, what what's everybody really looking forward to? To E three, Skyrim. That actually looks pretty cool. Well, I've, if anybody out there who's played the Elder Scrolls series um, uh, knows that that that's a game that's going to suck one hundred hours of your life right off the get go, <laughs> and uh, you know I'm looking forward to you know to, to battling some dragons and hopefully at E3 they'll be able to uh, have some dragons for me to slay uh, at the Bethesda booth. I know Uncharted Three, the sequel to the Game of the Year here at Game Source. Yeah. Um, Bioshock, Bioshock Infinite. I I am totally getting. Any kind of anything I can get from that. Well, that looks that looks great, but that game got introduced so long ago. Um, if it does come out to E3, will it be somewhat out of people's minds? Because it's not a title that's going to come up this holiday season. It's a title that's going to come out sometime in 2012. It'll probably have another E3, too. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I think that's probably a holiday, uh, just as Sam is... Uh, in you know, saying that's going to be uh, a holiday 2012 release. Yeah, eh. but they probably will give us some tech demo like they've done previously. So I bet they'll be still working on that Lord of the Rings game. 
uh, War of the North. Well, that is a definite, <laughs> supposed to be re- definite released here in 2011, so you should see a finished product or close to it when we uh, get to E3. Well, that's the hope anyway. Um, so who will win at E3? What odds you know, would you lay down? Uh, where, where are you uh, putting your bet? Wow. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, right now, you know, Microsoft, the only they're the ones, uh, they're the wild card because they have not shown their hand a whole lot on what they're going to show or debut or introduce at E3 for this holiday season. They will probably have a lot to show people as far as for next year. But the, the thing is, they connect. have not introduced a lot of stuff that's going to be available for this holiday season. So I'm going to put them at a, at a long shot at about a 20 to one. Um, I think my odds uh, being that we're here in Vegas, based in Vegas and we're gambling people. Um, I'm going to say the leader right now, you know what? That wins E3 is going to be Sony. Um, and because they're going to have to throw everything after what we were talking about with PSN uh, going down, they're going to throw everything in the kitchen sink uh, as far as titles, games, features, price cuts, the whole enchilada, PSP2, let's not forget about that. The uh, the PlayStation phone, which gets released next week, uh, that's going to be prominently de- you know featured at at that at E3 as well. So I, I would probably put them the favorite at like a two to one odds. Well, let's Nintendo with we uh, we two project whatever cafe. Oh, God. Whatever you want to call it. Cappuccino. I'd, yeah. <laughs> I'd probably put them at a 10 to 1 odds because, yes, they're going to debut the actual console, but what games will they have uh, available? The, is the Zelda, the new Zelda, ever going to come out? And is it going to be for this Wii or is it going to be bumped over to the new Wii for the new generation? Yeah, Sam and I were talking about that before the, uh, the podcast that Zelda rocks. Yep. Amen. <laughs> well, Zelda doesn't rock if Zelda doesn't get released. That's true. You make a fair point. Uh, moving on to another topic. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll get maybe we'll get lucky and we'll score some PlayStation phones in the conference. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll tell you. Uh, we kind of give you a brief brief overview overview at the beginning of this segment. But again, just a reminder how to get all the E3 info off of our site. Uh, you can access directly from the web at www. Uh, screwed that up. www.yourgamesource.com. Um, we will have a page dedicated to E3 content and news, as well as videos and podcasts, and um, ideally a live comment box. Don't forget what Gerald said. You can also email us at yourgamesource.yahoo.com. Um, also. Don't forget to check YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook as we'll be updating those as well. Um, and please don't hesitate if there's any questions or comments or anything you want us to take a look at just for you. Uh, Game Source will be on the spot. Anybody want to add anything to that? <laughs> Chris? Uh, the card goes silent. Until then, drive safe. <laughs> there's a lot of crazy people driving out there. <laughs> If you're listening to this while you're jogging, make sure you don't run into a light post. <laughs> that go. car that's coming down the road. Yeah, watch out. Turn around. Look me out behind you. 
or brutality. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I I had to get that in. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it fit pretty good there. All right, didn't it? I mean, okay. you're telling people to kill people. <laughs> No, no, no. I'm telling him to. <laughs> yeah, that helps. And Only on I the YourGamesource.com podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, remember, we are your number one source for gaming news and entertainment. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes. Um, I believe if you do a search for Game Source uh, Nevada, I believe we come up, or try just Game Source. Um, we'll make sure we put that keyword on for you, though, on our website, so that is accessible to you. And until our next podcast, I would like to thank everybody again for tuning in tonight. Thank you, Sam, Chris, Gerald, for joining as usual. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome, and thank you. And thank you for having me. It has been an honor and a pleasure. Uh, well, well hope, hopefully you're on more podcasts with us. <laughs> yeah. I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think you bring a lot to the table, and like I said, going forward, I I'm glad you're part of the team, and I look forward to to doing many more things here on yourgamesource.com. Cheap plug. Uh, <laughs> that's right here. And uh, I want to thank to everybody that's listening out there that stuck by us, and and welcome back as far as to the website and also to our podcast as well. And while we're doing thank yous, uh, I've never done a podcast before in my life, so thank you for sharing this experience with me. Well, this is one of many. <laughs> You're born natural at it. Yes, yeah, more I than agree. Nick, that's for sure. <laughs> oh. I think we have a new host. Yeah, the thing is, they actually brought me here to replace you. This was my training session, so I'm actually the new you. And there's, and she passed. <laughs> right. With flying colors. I see. But you know, then then we wouldn't have the most insulted host on the web. That's I true. mean, that yes. So. And that. <laughs> guy who happens to be on a podcast <laughs> and if we have anything going for this podcast it's that I am the main one to be insulted all the time <laughs> take one for the team yes I always do close it out Nick <laughs> let's wrap it up I think the <laughs> listeners have had quite enough of us today <laughs> enough of you at least and my soundboards <laughs> alright guys thank you again for joining us don't forget to check, it, check us out on the web at www.yourgamesource.com have a good night Thank you.